Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. comes from above is above all. The one who comes from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one from the earth. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Whoever has accepted it has certified that God is truthful. For the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God gives the Spirit without limits. The Father loves the Son and has placed everything in his hands. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. John chapter 3, verses 31 through 36. If you want a better viewpoint on something, humans have known for as long as we've existed that there's an easy way to get a better view. Go higher. In order to gain a better perspective of the world around us, we climbed hills and we climbed trees and we built towers, we eventually took to the skies and then even to outer space, where satellites can give us an incredible picture of what's going on here on Earth. If you want the best possible perspective on something, the solution is simple. The higher you go, the better you see. In these verses, John the Baptist makes clear why Jesus is superior to himself. It's because Jesus has come from above, from heaven. Because of this, his perspective is better, his words are better, his insight is better, his testimony is better. Because Jesus comes from heaven, he views everything from a heavenly perspective. Because he comes from God, he speaks the very words of God. And because his perspective is heavenly and his words are God's, he can be trusted more than anyone on earth ever could. Yet, John the Baptist, ever the prophet, also foretells here that Jesus' testimony would not be well-received. His words would not be accepted. Jesus' ministry hasn't even really begun at this point, but John is aware of what is coming. It is the human story from the book of Genesis all the way to Revelation. God speaks and we don't listen. When a heavenly perspective, heavenly words come into our lives, we are sometimes too worldly bound, too worldly concerned to receive heaven's perspective. But Jesus' coming would lead to blessing for all who did receive him. God gives the Spirit without limit. Let that wash over you today. There is no limit to the amount of the Holy Spirit that is available to us right now. The Spirit is available and the Son can be trusted because God the Father has entrusted everything into Jesus' hands. Everything God wanted us to know, everything about himself, everything about his ways, everything about his kingdom, everything about the way to heaven, everything has been entrusted to Jesus to reveal to us so the words and actions of Jesus can be trusted completely because they come from heaven. Yet whether we accept that or not is still our choice. But the cost of this decision should make us pause. Trusting Jesus leads to life, but rejecting him leads to death because God's wrath remains on us. That is a startling phrase. In essence, we are all under a sentence of punishment because of our sin and our rejection of God and his ways. But in Jesus, an olive branch has been offered from God to us. Mercy is available. To put our trust in Jesus is to step out from under God's anger and out of God's punishment, to step into a safe place where that anger is turned away and where we are accepted as we are and forgiven for what we've done. 
And while it can be tough, maybe, to reconcile the idea of an angry God and a loving God in the same breath, let's keep in mind that he is the one offering us the safe place. He wants us to be forgiven. He wants us to connect with Jesus. He wants us released from punishment and anger. This was all his idea. And because of that love, he offers us Jesus as the solution and as the safe place for us to rest. As we go about our day today, let's reflect back on how we came to accept Jesus. What did that look like in your life? Where did you find him as that safe place? And let's give thanks to God for that. And if we haven't made that choice yet, if we haven't received Jesus yet, let's ask what's holding us back. And is today maybe the day to take a step of faith to that safe place that Jesus offers us? 